Hello and welcome to Read TNG, a Star Trek The Next Generation Rewatch podcast. My name is Chris. Zach. And this is Season 5, Episode 3. Yep. This is Ensign Rowe. Ensign Rowe! Uh, so Ensign Rowe has a story by Michael Piller and Mike Berman, tell played by Michael Piller and directed by Les Landau, and first aired October 7, 1991. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so this is um, introduction to the character of Ensign Rowe. Uh, played by um, Michelle Forbes, yeah, and who uh, briefly appeared last the end of last mm. season there, uh, uh, that episode um, Half a Life, yeah, where uh, the the guest character she played his daughter, and then that's mm. that's where they they found out about her, and they were like, mm-hmm. oh wow, she's really good, mm-hmm. and then, so they brought her back as Rose, this, yeah, this season, um, and also this. Um, Gets them a lot more Bejora and stuff, or sorry, Bejora, as Bejora, they say in yeah, this yeah. episode fifty it's times, bad. and I'm like, that just it hurt. I mean, I realize technically, given that this is the first Bejoran episode, like it means it, it, whatever they say is like, right, you know. Like, but yeah. it sounds so uh, wrong because they never used it again after yeah, this episode. Yeah. It's always Bejoran, yeah, uh, later on. But yeah, they call like the people the name of the people, the Bajora, the Bajora and yeah, it's yeah, like. Yeah. No, nope. nope. I mean, it, I think it's. I it, feel like it's one of those things. It that, only it only doesn't work because every every reference after this is. It also Bajoran, just doesn't right? sound good though. No, it, like, and I think that's probably why they changed yeah, it because yeah. they put this episode out, and then they were probably like, "That just doesn't sound good." Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like it's like you know, there's an early next gen episode where they talk about like uh, uh, something about like. Uh, uh, I think it's the that <sighs> that early that early Klingon one. Yeah, and they like talk about like like. There's some reference to like the traitors of Kling or something. Oh yeah! And originally they were gonna like that was gonna be like the name of the Klingon homeworld because yeah. it had never been given a name oh, before. Okay, right. So they were gonna be like Kling the, would be the homeworld. Yeah. And they realized how dumb it sounded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so then later on they were like they like retconned it essentially. So yeah. like that reference referred to like a city or district maybe oh, sure. somewhere in the yeah. in the Klingon world. It's the alien homeworld. That's not the name of the world of, of you know. Kling, Rom, and Volk. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah terrible. Like. Cling, yeah. So, mm. so I kind of see Bejora, yeah. the Bejora, kind of like that. It's yeah. like they realize that just didn't sound good, and yeah. so then they stopped doing yeah. it. In, in the same way, it but would they're be Bejorans from Bejor. Yeah, yeah. Done. Which is one of those Easy. like it's like one of those like that's not usually how that's done in the Star Trek universe because like nobody refers to Earth the humans as Earthlings. Nobody no. refers to you but know the, like the, the your homeworld is not always. your. You know, but yeah. but that's the thing. Like yeah. that's not usually how yeah. it's done. But but on the other hand, like Bajorans, kind of a minor race. Yeah, they're mostly known for coming from one place. Yeah, you know. Um, well, and then this also this, this episode, episode also kicks off. This episode like the, makes a big point in this whole casting them as kind of these like like, like refugees yeah, yeah. from like that basically like the Cardassians took over their mm-hmm. world and that they basically like scattered and they're like just trying to like make their way and yeah. move around. And it, and it, and it basically, um, it, it kind of implies that a little bit like, um, you know, they're treated kind of like, 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 like gypsies. Yeah. Like, basically, basically like yeah. they travel around from world to world and they're like often like discriminated against and, and not yeah, exactly. accepted and like yeah. people don't really want them around. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, they kind of have this hard existence, but like, that again is something that yeah. they didn't really. It's got some. It's got some like real world like. They like, didn't really continue. It like really with, hits home yeah. real world equivalents. They didn't really continue with that because on DS Nine when it more thoroughly uh, explores you know Bejarans and stuff like that, it gives the impression way more that it's just more of a case of that 
but it's more of like a like a, a colonialism type of thing where like they were like they had their world they lived there the Cardassians came in took mm-hmm. over and exploited their world yeah and like enslaved them and stuff but like they didn't like leave like they still lived on yeah on they, Bajor. They were, it's yeah. just that they were like under the thumb of the Cardassians whereas this episode makes it sound like they were like forced out and yeah that they have no absolutely that's basically thing, exactly which what is it interesting because like, yeah. again that's something that they kind of retconned mm-hmm. so it, it's a very it's odd that it's so late in the run because obviously this is season five, five yeah um but it is a very typically Star Trek thing that, like, when something is first introduced, it's mm. introduced in a somewhat, like, prototypical way mm-hmm. that often they change things later on. Yeah. And they're like, oh, actually, that first kind of stab we took at that yeah. wasn't quite well, what we want to do with it. So we're going to do something else. At the same time, it. they, like, from, like, even between the first time we see Cardassians yeah. to, to this time yeah. to how they appear later, yeah. you know, like, um, yeah. You but know. It's, it's something that is very much a something that figures in Star Trek history yeah. a lot. It happens all the time. Um, right? I mean in the fir- in the very fir- in the first Frangie. in the first pilot <laughs> you had like Spock like oh, right. like smiling and like, you know, I don't know if he laughs, but it's like he doesn't act like Spock at all, you know. They're still so, establishing. So it's like, yeah, it's just that thing of like oftentimes well, it all comes from a time of TV, you know, when like they didn't worry about yeah, like, where's this going? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, What's just going like, to be like in the long run? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Where not everything was on, like, a, a never-running yeah. franchise. They didn't necessarily have some, like, like overly vocal, like, yeah. fanatical fan base so they had to appease. Like, so, it, was just, it was just a thing. Story-wise, <laughs> essentially what happens is that, you know, we find out about the Bajorans, and there's this, like, uh, terror, Bajoran terrorist attack on a Federation uh, outpost. outpost. yeah. And they're like, well, that's weird because, like, we know that they, they like, attacked the Cardassians and stuff like that because, obviously, they're not too happy about what yeah. the Cardassians did to them. But that's always been, like, an internal matter. Yeah, Federation and, hands off because yeah. it's outside of Federation um, space. Yeah. Yeah, and also because they're trying to preserve the delicate... Well, bal- like, 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 peace between peace the Cardassians. Between, with the Cardassians, right? Because they don't want to do anything that's going to, like, push that too hard either. The fight saying not, not say Cardassians every time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and so, um, you know, so they're like, well, that's weird. And so this admiral, like, oh, ass- yeah. assigns the Enterprise to, like, mm. look into it. And he basically assigns them Ensign Roe because yeah. she's Bajoran. Um, but like he had to like get her out of prison. For yeah, it yeah. Well, she has there was court martialed for she was court martialed uh, for like uh, disobeying orders on this like mission that like got some of their officers killed. Yeah, and so you know it was this whole rigmarole. Mm-hmm. Um, and which uh, that whole kind of plot line would essentially be re- rehashed <coughs> for um, Tom Paris on right. Voyager. Voyager, yeah, yeah. His backstory, like, it's pretty much the same thing, which is weird. But anyways, and so like. The Enterprise crew, like our our guys, our our, our main characters, like they want nothing to do with Ensign Row because like oh, they know her reputation. They just see her as being like a uh, a dangerous, like like undisciplined oh, yeah. officer that has no business being on the on the on, on the Enterprise. You know, uh, particularly Commander Riker is very <laughs> adamant. Like he's yeah. just like you know there are officers who like you know wait for years to like get on. Oh the yeah, ship. he like, dresses her down hard like, immediately. You know, as she this gets is on like board, the most yeah. you know, and so like for her to just waltz onto the ship. You know, with with her record is just like almost offensive to him. Yeah, you know, yeah. and so, but then at the same time, there's the whole thing of like she doesn't want to be there either because yeah. it's like this very awkward situation, and and you know, a lot of the episode is about like that she's kind of trying to like like figure herself out mm-hmm. because she's like very like yeah. a very un you know she 
she doesn't really know like what to do. Well, with she's herself. also fully aware of how everybody feels. Yeah, and but she doesn't know what to do with herself. Like she doesn't want to just like give up, but she yeah. also doesn't yeah. feel confident to like yeah. put herself out there either. They cover a lot of it quite well by, by with with her and Guinan yeah. back, the back and forth between. It, they basically use that as like uh, exposition, which works. It's basically quite like well. exposition, but it's yeah. done very yeah. like very natural. Yeah, in a very natural yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but basically, yeah, so they assign her to the thing to basically help as, like, kind of a liaison to the world of, yeah. of the Bajorans because, oh, sorry. The Bajora. The Bajora. Yeah. Because, you know, they don't really know anything about them, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, and then it basically turns into, like, intrigue and, you know, yeah. things may not be as they seem and, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, it's, overall, it's a pretty, um, it's a very talky episode, which yeah. is fine. Like, yeah. It's good uh, because, like, we get a lot of, like, Sort of a lot of story happens. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, uh, I had totally forgotten, like, a lot of this. This is one of the, like, oh, yeah, this is one of the in a row. I yeah. remember how this it's, goes. It's and it turns of, out I actually only remember, like, the first ten it's minutes. It's kind of obscure in a way. Yeah. Which is, like, weird given that it's, like, her introductory episode. Mm-hmm. But, like, the other episodes with her, like, I guess where you could say, like, she's more of an established part of the, yeah. the crew. Are definitely much more like memorable, and mm-hmm. they're the ones that people tend to like think back to or remember and be like, yeah. "Oh, oh yeah, that episode, or, oh this episode, or oh this episode," and like no one really remembers it's like the big introduction, the episode. introduction episode because yeah. it just doesn't really like yeah. stand out. Yeah, uh, lots of Picard figuring things out. And, yeah, and Picard was that. very good in this, but when is he not? He gets to do. He gets to do a once again. He gets to do the like. You know, this isn't what the Federation should stand for. Yeah, kind yeah. Of thing, I mean, it's consistent know. with this character, yeah, right? Like, yeah. it's definitely you watch this as an accompaniment to Picard some of the stuff in Picard, and it's and like you, you see can exactly see, yeah. like his character has always been consistent that yeah. like he believes strongly in the ideals yeah. of what the Federation, sh- you know, and and Starfleet should stand for, and and yeah. he is not very tolerant of when yeah. it deviates from that. Yeah, you know, he feels very strongly that they have to stick to. Uh, those ideals and and uh, compromising them is very dangerous. Yeah. Um, well, it's because it's a lot of it is like in this case, like the admiral is definitely much more like um, is more it, of incompetence than true like it, corruption. He, he took because he, like, he took a bunch of information at face value. Yeah, going he didn't look any deeper, further into yeah, it, yeah, and yeah, he yeah. just accepted like, oh, this must be it, so I'll do this. But the yeah. thing is, he still knew what he was doing was, like, exactly. technically wrong. Yeah. He still, like, exactly there's still going to be consequences, like, yeah. you know, they because they have the scene at the end where Roe, like, talks to Picard about it, and he's like, you know, like, what's going to happen to the Admiral? Oh, he's, he's like, oh, there'll be a trial. Hearing, there'll be a hearing, yeah. possibly a court-martial, you know, because, like, yes, even though he wasn't, like, deeply sort of corrupted as, like, yeah. like some we've seen where, like, you know, he was actively trying to, like, do all these, like, machinations and stuff. At the same time, a lot of it just came down to like he knew yeah. he knew he was doing something that he wasn't supposed yeah. to be doing. Is that because wolf, if he, it was he was being willfully ignorant about? If he about, thought that he yeah. if he thought it was okay to be right. doing what he was doing, he wouldn't have been trying to keep it covered up. That's exactly right. Yeah. So he knew he was doing something that felt felt outside of what was mm-hmm. the normal procedure of what's allowed. He, but he thought yeah. he was doing it for it, the greater right. good. He was right. It, it was like he was he came, he was basically doing like the shortcuts to this. Solution to a problem, yeah. And but like he thought without he was doing like something without worrying about the good. consequences, and, yeah. and so he felt that it was a, yeah. re, okay to compromise on like proper procedure in order to like have this outcome that he saw as being a greater mm-hmm. good. 
but as it turns out, he was totally wrong, and yeah. so it you know basically mm-hmm. turned into what it turned into, and he so. was just lucky that Picard was there yeah. to well, fix exactly. the situation before exactly. it got out of hand. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so. the, the Bajora were lucky. <laughs> yeah. The Bajora were also lucky. Yeah. Yes. Um, and of course, then this sort of kicks off like Cardassian stuff for... Yeah, a little bit. Know, not not immediately, but yeah. this is our first like... I mean, definitely, the Cardassians given the fact sure. that this is the first introduction of the Bajorans... Bajora. Yeah. <laughs> um, it Definitely, that kicks off, you know, things that will become mm-hmm. much bigger mostly on deep space nine obviously yeah. um because that it's all kind of based around that idea you know because we've had one episode with the cardassians before this then mm-hmm. they were first introduced but like they didn't really have any other like entanglement like it was mm-hmm. basically just like oh they're like this like other yeah this other race that like we've had hostilities with recently yeah. and that's it like it could have been anybody you know i think they just they needed something like the Cardassians because of how the whole plan for like the Ferengi kind of fell through. Yeah, like they thought the Ferengi were going to be like the new, the new yeah. big enemy race, and they were going to be like the big like whoa. And it's like, yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah, so it's I mean, like, in I my feel like mind, they created I'm the Cardassians just finishing rewatching this. I realize most of the Cardassian yeah. stuff is in Deep Space Nine, yeah. but in my mind, I'm like hoping to, when I'm rewatching this that um, my mind is reframed that like because I always. In my mind, yeah. Cardassians are just like, um, well, we didn't want to use Romulans, so we made up a race that's kind of like, they're like, kind of like Romulans, but, and I'm just like, you guys had Romulans, and once yeah. again, you didn't use Romulans, they, you're never using the Romulans, they're like, them. by far, like, the more interesting, and you keep using other yeah, races, you keep using, like, how many Klingon episodes do we have to how many Romulan episodes? Yeah. I mean, granted, we just got... Some wrong with stuff with yeah. the the Klingon Civil War, yeah, yeah. And all that. But still, yeah, it is a little weird. Yeah, I mean, I guess it's just they're to like spice it up. Their desperation to keep the Romulans like mysterious means they just like never use them. Well, <laughs> and also I think too that there was a based on some of the stuff that I've read, there was a bit of a thing of that they didn't like going back to like reusing the same. Oh, like conflicts from like like the same the original series like all, all the time. Oh, 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 I see. Yeah, they, they spice they, it up. Yeah, they would rather create, mm-hmm. which like sometimes made sense, but sometimes was just like no, like they would be perfect for this. Exactly, they should be. They should be this, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was a bit. Yeah. Sometimes I think they probably didn't make the right choice, but you know, it's the choice they made. So yeah, yeah, it is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> um, you know, that's why I like that. Obviously, they kind of decided to. To go for it in oh, yeah. it with Picard, and mm-hmm. even though you know it's it's very different in many ways, yeah. But at the same time, it's like they were just like Romulans. Let's go. Well, let's go. Let's yeah. go. Finally, let's do it go. up. Yeah. And you know, so I was like, all right, cool. I like Romulans. Anyways, so uh, what would you give this? What what, uh, what are you um, thinking? Well, I think that it's well done. Um, uh, obviously, Michelle Forbes is great. Um, Picard is great. Mm. Uh, the guy in the scene was good. Um, I think it's really well done, but it's just nothing really special as like an episode or a story. Unfortunately, like it, it's it's important in the larger mythology for the introduction of the Bajorans and all that. Mm-hmm. But again, because they changed things so much after this, and they didn't really, they kind of can. There's a lot of setup that didn't follow through because yeah, of how yeah. they decided and to it, go. And, and yeah. like I say, just isn't that memorable or like mm-hmm. stand out as an episode. I'm gonna go seven. Mm-hmm. 
because okay. I think that it was a somewhat average episode, but that was elevated a bit by being well done. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm uh, exactly exactly the same boat. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it uh, I enjoyed it. It was yeah. good, but it didn't um, like it's high seven, very close to an E. For yeah. me, because I just, I just like it I just moments. I just enjoyed the episode. Yeah, but but also like it had eight ish moments. Yeah, but not enough to justify an eight. Yeah. I don't think. Yeah, and that's yeah exactly. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's it for this week. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode four. Until then, I'm Chris. So, cheers. Bye bye.